Welcome to Verbal Diary, the podcast, with your hosts, Cy Joblin and James Norton. Strap yourself in for the rants and bants. I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, bollocks, probably. <laughs> Reet. Um, <laughs> get, the, get the tone right. What a load of bollocks. That's the name of the episode, probably, as well. <laughs> so we're back. We're back, baby. We're back in all our glory. It's almost like we never left. Yeah, for about a month and a half, maybe two. Or three. Whoops. What happened? When, did, when was the last episode? Let's have a look. When was the last episode of uh, Verbal Diary? Can you some way of finding out some sort of internet thing that might tell us? Well, what I can do is I can, I can actually look at... The, I'm going to look at episode eight. The date on the file was the 17th of July. Oh, my Lord. That is a long time ago. It's 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 two, two and a half months, maybe even a little bit more. It's probably, it's probably a good time to recoup, though, after all the rage and ranting. We we didn't really rage or rant. We ranted. There's, there's more bantering than ranting, I think. I don't know. It was pretty evenly balanced. But um, <laughs> the, the the key thing to say to all of our dedicated listeners. Hello, you. We're back. We're back, baby. So we've made a new commitment, is that right? We are trying another commitment, yes. We've made a new commitment. We committed to record one episode. Ever. That's it. Done. (laughs) (laughs) So we've committed to uh, one a month. One a month. And when did we say we wanted to go for? Was it first Friday of the month or last Friday of the month? No, we're going to publish... The episode, first Friday of every month. First Friday of the month. Sounds good. Now, I will say this is the first Tuesday of the month, and I'm already wondering how we're going to get this episode out by the first Friday. So it might become the second Monday of every month. But <laughs> let, let, let's, let's just see what we can do. Let's see what but we can it, do. <laughs> and then I think the point of the... Sorry. No, I was going to say that will be our rhythm. Once we've established when we can get this done, how long it actually takes... Like a, like a true agile project. I don't like to set a deadline. just want to go, when it's ready, it's done. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're using the rhythm method, apparently. Um, the, so the important thing is that we're back. We're doing this once a month. We're publishing on the first Friday of every month. Let's go for that. Possibly the first, second Monday of every month. Depends when we're done. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're, we're back. Yeah, sounds about right. So the big question is... Any news? Probably. <laughs> it has been two and a half months. What have we been doing? There's all sorts going on, I guess, family-wise. Yeah, I'll, I'll spare you the details. It's not very interesting <laughs> for most people. You'll spare me the details. Okay, good. Good. I don't a lot know. of change, let's say. Like, yeah, my oldest going off to big school. That's probably the highlight. He's settling in okay, I think. Learning yeah. all the things the hard way, unfortunately. Losing kit and books and buses and missing buses. Losing buses? Missing buses, yes. Um, obviously, we live in rural England where there are like one bus a month. Uh, yeah, a month probably is about right. <laughs> so it's not as frequent as our podcast. <laughs> does it, does it, I was going to say, does it ship the Verbal Diary uh, I think that's why he, he only drives to Verbal Diary. That's why he, only, he can only drive once a month. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, nothing else of significance, I don't think. We've had a nice few holidays, I think, both of us, in that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got out in the caravan, which is always nice. 
Yeah, mm. it's good. How about you? Yeah, I don't really have any news. I mean, the big news is that we're back, mm. obviously. It's massive. Um, we're back, and are, are we swearier than ever? With what, sorry? Are we swearier than ever? Fuck yeah. I don't know why, but I felt I felt that one of the problems with the, the podcast up until this point, and you know, I know this is a little bit of self-reflection on, on, on this uh, essentially radio show, but um, I really felt we didn't swear enough. There's no censorship. We can milk it completely. I, I do love to swear my fucking head off. I've noticed. At times. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, you know. I have my limits. I have my limits. Oh, you don't um, really, do you? No, I don't, no. No. There's no upper limits, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking right. <laughs> so, um, so that's just fair warning. If you made it this far and you haven't switched it off, there could be more of that. There's more, there's um, more fucks and <laughs> cocks, probably. Verbal diary with Sian James. Should, should, we, should, should we tie up some loose ends from the last podcast? From the last series, the last, last show? How do, you want, how do you want to play that? Series! That's why we've had a big break. We're doing this in series. This is series two. Obviously. Oh, brilliant. We, we took brilliant. a summer break. We're back for series number two. <laughs> that almost works. Um, should we tie up a few loose ends? Yes, let's. The one loose end I wanted to tie up was time tracking. Okay, yep. That's what we discussed in our last podcast. That I was trying out a time tracking app. And you still got that task in progress. I hate it. <laughs> Which right, one is that the new tied up? What, what was the app called again? Time page? Time, no. Um, timings? Timings. Uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, I think I tried that for about a week and got rid of it. Yeah, I... Yeah. So irritating. Every time I got distracted, yeah. I'd go back. Oh, what have you been doing? You're not clippy. Fuck off. <laughs> I felt very similarly about it, except I didn't think of Clippy because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just so young. I'm You're an Apple guy. I, know, well, I was a Windows guy when Clippy was around. Exactly. It was when they killed Clippy off. That's when it all went wrong. I think they actually sorted shit out at that point. Clippy was, he was a doer. He would get shit done, <laughs> make shit <laughs> happen. all the wrong fucking things though. Yeah, well, all right, but, uh, you know, no one's perfect. Well, we know and that. you know what they say, done is better than perfect, and <laughs> Clippy would help you be done. Definitely not be perfect. I'll be putting my laptop lid down. I was, I was definitely done. <laughs> um, well, it's been nice to have a throwback. I feel like we've tied Absolutely. up all the loose ends. I think that'll but do. But let's move forwards. Yes, yes. What's coming up? What's, what's the future? I'll well, tell you what, well, tell, tell me a little bit about the latest Apple goods. They're from Apple and they're good. Do you, are you happy with your new devices? I got to be honest and say yes, and and no. Well, I'm having some problems. I'm having some problems, but I don't think it's device related. It's not. It's not device related. So I'm finding iOS 12 is absolutely destroying my battery. It's it, it's it's just no. It's no good. And I've got this installed on two iPhones and two iPads, and all four of those devices are seeing significantly more battery drain on iOS 12 than they were on 11.4.1 or whatever it was. Um, Have you got iOS 12 on your phone? I have now. It took a while. For some reason, it was released on a Tuesday, what, two weeks ago? It was a Monday, but don't worry about it. Whatever it was, it was released... My, I was already on the public beta on my 
work phone, working fine, and then got the release, went through. But my personal one took nearly 10 days to actually come through. I can't understand why. So weird. But so, um, how are you finding it? It's okay. Battery-wise, I don't think it's that much different. I'm, I'm still on 16% for the day. So considering it's 9.30 at night, I was up at 6, you know. It's lasted. I've used it for music mostly and messaging. Nothing else, really. No browsing. No, Not much social media today. In fact, if only there's a way I could find out what I was doing on my phone today. Is that? Screen time. <laughs> you knob. <laughs> so, um... I just want to check, actually, see what I've done today. 28 minutes of social networking, 8 minutes of productivity. Oh, no, it's just changed. 36 minutes of productivity and 33 minutes of social networking. Is that it? I've got no battery left. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, are you thinking that the battery is about the same or, or much I worse? I can't really comment. I, don't, I can't tell the difference, no. Not yet. I'm, I'm yeah. intrigued why you have. Well, because I can tell you that I used to use my... I'll give you an example. So I would have, um, particularly on my iPad, I would notice that basically I would use my iPad in the evenings and whatever percentage it was on when I went to bed one night, that's basically what it would be on the next day in, at 8 o'clock at night when I'd switch it back on. Yep. Maybe it would lose 1%. Now in a day, 7 to 10% gone. Whoa. So background um, refreshes are just killing it or something. Yeah, but it's not background app refresh. I've tried switching that off. I'm currently investigating. Well, the, the main step that I'm taking is I've installed the iOS 12.1 developer beta 2. Okay. And we will see. On, and that's on one iPad. So we'll see. We'll see. But it's my phone. It's really pissing me off because it's... The, last night, I, I, I didn't put it on charge uh, purposefully to see what would happen. And I went to bed. And when I looked at the battery stats in the morning, basically the usage overnight was nothing. It showed zero. Mm -hmm. usage, screen on or screen off, and yet the battery had dropped from 40% down below 10%. Whoa. That's quite so a there's something wrong. Right. Something's amiss. Mm, even better. Mm. Um, so Did you um, upgrade your phone this time around as well? Actually I've got a new device. I've got so a new device. What did you go for? I went for the 10s Max. Okay, Ooh, the big one. The big boy. Mm-hmm. Are the you feeling any boy. benefits from the, the massive thing that you put in I your... I love the big screen. Oh. Really? Oh, it's fabulous. And if the battery lasted more than 15 minutes, it would be amazing. Um, All that device room and you've still got a shit battery. Oh, it's, well, it's, it's, it's looking around on the interwebs, there's a small group of people, of which I am thankfully an elite member, um, <laughs> who are having battery issues and most people are not. So there's definitely something amiss. Oh dear. So what's your plan? Just sort of investigate a bit more, update to twelve one. I'm just gonna drive it round to Phil Schiller's house, I think. <laughs> and ask him to fix it. Sort it out. Sounds good. I've i I'm still on my iPhone seven. Yep, seven. I'll have to check. You got an iPhone seven? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It works. I thought you had a six S. Got this, I've got a 6S Plus for work, uh, but 7 personal. So I've got, got an SE for work. Yep. Which is getting on a bit now. So you've got 12 on that, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it standing up or not? It's fine, except for the battery life. Right, okay. Do you know it's a performance improvement at all? Yeah. Big. That's good, that. You? 
A little bit. Not not noticeably, just it's not slower. And I think some areas are definitely a little bit quicker. The, the big one was my iPad Mini 4. So I've got an iPad Mini 4. It's a generation older chipset than the SE or the 6S. Um, the, just took the device. 11.4 was essentially made it unusable. Right. And 12, it's, it's just about okay. Oh, cool. So it's getting those old devices back on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Really helped. Um, I'm a bit nervous what will happen next year. Come on, Apple, make me a new iPad Mini. Do you I like want. the Mini? Do you like I, the Mini I, size, I the ratio and all that? I do, I do, I do. And although I've got the big phone, it's not the same. Because the, the iPad's got the, the different screen ratio, it's got, it is more spacious, quite a bit more spacious than the, uh, than the Macs. So yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan. So I, Would you pair a keyboard with the Mini? No, no, keep, no, no, no. Keep it touch screen. It's a pure more. consumption device for me, okay. yeah? Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I really like it. Would I buy a new Mini? Probably if they came out with the right device. So if it still had a properly laminated screen to okay. make the air gap between the touch layer and the digitizer, between the digitizer and the LCD panel itself, keep get that air gap away again. I, that that that's something I would need. I wouldn't want it to get thicker or heavier. I just want it to be new. And it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be the absolute latest. You know, it's got an A8 chip in it, and we're up to the A12 now. Um, I'd like them to put maybe an A10 or an A11. Even an A10 would be fine. Just mm -hmm. just. Get it up to that iPhone 7 level, that's an A10, which would be fine. And, and I'd pay a little bit of money for that. But uh, yeah, and also it's like my, my, my little one has, a, has an iPad mini. It's a great device for kids. I don't want to have to buy her in, in maybe you know, a, a year, 18 months time when it dies, um, a full-size iPad. She, she doesn't want that. She doesn't want that. Would you ever go Amazon Kindle? The Kindle Fire devices, mm. no, no, all our stuffs on all our stuffs on the iPad. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting though; she has been using it more and more. Just or at least the video side of it, more and more is just Netflix. So could think about it. Mm. But we've got loads of like she she uses iMessage on it. She uses FaceTime. She uses the Photos app. She she likes that stuff. So I'd be reticent to take that away from her. Fair enough. Yeah, that the same for me. So I'm Trying to work out what to do with my, my son. He wants a new phone. He's saying, can I go Samsung? So we got all his stuff on Apple. The whole house is on Apple. So you're going to miss out. But then, I mean, if you use WhatsApp for messaging, that's the main one, really. It doesn't make too much difference. And he's just watching YouTube and Netflix most of the time. <laughs> like yours. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. See what Father Christmas brings us. So, um, so let's move on from the device update. Okay. Because I think we should get into the meat of the episode. I'm, you know, I'm looking at the clock and I'm seeing how much time we've spent recording. Now, most of that time was dealing with technical issues and swearing at each other offline. But um, that's what we do best, you bastard. <laughs> oh, I've, I've definitely missed verbal diary. But um, <laughs> verbal diary with Sian James. You, 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 you had some topics in mind. Uh, there's a topic I've had going around my mind for most of the summer, actually. Yeah. So should we get in? Should we get into the meat? We can get to the meat of it. Yeah. So, social media is my biggest pet peeve at the moment. Been thinking about it a lot over the summer. Um, 
there's no denying the fact I am a little bit addicted to it. I don't know if you're in a similar situation to me, but I can't seem to put down Twitter, despite having occasional breaks or whatever from it. Um, I don't have a problem with the content as such. It's just these companies controlling what we do with it all. You know, Twitter have recently decommissioned all their streaming APIs, so third-party apps have just had to go off the market and, you know, lose market share. Um, Facebook are manipulating my timelines with their dodgy algorithms and showing me all sorts of stuff I really don't care about, mostly adverts or stuff that's trying to influence my mind. Um, Instagram is everywhere. Everyone's using it, even the kids. Um, so... I don't. I use it myself. I can't say it's a bad thing, but I don't like these companies controlling how I use them. Um, and there's got to be a better way. Um, okay. Can, 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 can I ask you a few questions? Yeah, probably best. Why? Um, why, why do you care about third-party Twitter apps? Just use the just use the official client because they're crap. I don't. I can't stand them. They, I mean, right? I deleted Facebook app from my phone because it was literally a battery drain. Going back to what we were talking about earlier. It, it, Messenger and Facebook. Unfortunately, I know too many people that still use it, so I have to keep Messenger handy. But the uh, the actual Facebook social media side, I deleted it. Um, the Twitter app again because they do. You might have missed and all that crap. You, they they throw around your timeline. I didn't like that. Um, I've always been a fan of Tweetbot. It it was always a better UI. The whole experience is easier to use. Uh, it. It just works as well. Um, they didn't mess around with the chronological order of you know content. It it was the better app as far as I was concerned. It was always in my dock in my, in my home, whatever you call it, in, on your iPhone. Is it the dock at the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. If it didn't sound like what I want to say it. So that was my go-to app. Um, so Instagram, I don't think there is a better app, quite frankly. So I've had to stick with that one as well. Um, but yeah, I just never liked the official apps. I mean, just just as a point, Twitter are bringing back the chronological timeline. So I think they've gone back in themselves after the recent hiatus as well, which is good news. But why they had to do it in the first place, I don't know. But the the, the other thing is, like you said, oh, I don't I don't, I don't like these companies controlling it. It's like they are. It's not a public service. They're they're a business. Oh yeah. So they can do whatever they like, and there's no like they can just do whatever they like. Um, so what? But they've got no fucking ethics. They've got no moral compass around what they're doing. So why haven't you closed your accounts? Because I still see the benefit of using it myself. I don't care what they do with it. I don't want them to control what I do with it. Just give me a service. But it's their platform, using. yeah? Yeah. But it, does, it make, does it make it right for them to start manipulating my mind and my, my experience to a way I don't want it? Okay, so that, that's, that's perhaps a slightly different debate, yeah? So, Possibly. of course, you don't want to be... Well, you don't want to be seen to be manipulated. But of course, everything's manipulating you all the fucking time, so I'm not sure it actually makes much difference. But the, the um, which is why I turn the TV and the radio off nowadays because they're all doing the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's still their platform. Yeah. Uh, like Facebook can do what it likes with its platform. Twitter can do what it likes with its platform. I joined Twitter back in 2007, I think it was. It was right in the early days when it was just a concept of communication, and it seemed so revolutionary. It was a great tool. It, People loved it, especially the tech community. They loved it because it just worked. And as they've matured, or in the looser sense, they've they've become a, a nasty company. And this is what frustrates me. It's not they didn't really do it for the right reasons anymore. They've got I know they've got investors. They've got a business proposition they need to you know 
make it a, an actual tangible business. Mm. But why are they doing these things that actually made it work in the first place? They they killed the third party apps. That's what made Twitter successful in the first place. They, they established some brilliant standards. Why go back and completely rip them apart? It just feels, oh, I don't know. I think there's a good phrase going around called surveillance capitalism. Um, I like it. I, I don't understand it completely, but it sort of um, implies that you know they're doing all the wrong things to make cash, aren't they? Well, I think it's fair to question. What are your, what's your product roadmap, and and what are you doing with your platform? Yep. What do your customers want though, as well? Well, yeah, and I think I think that's one of the things that tech people in particular get a bit hung up on in, in Twitter is that tech is not the majority of users anymore, and so maybe they're actually serving their users. We're just not their target market. Maybe, yeah. So I don't obviously, know. they've got mass market. You know, they've got their millions and billions of users now, with politi politicians and celebrities all over the place and brands everywhere. Yeah, hashtag hashtag brands hashtag brands. Yeah, hashtag bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's my third favourite hashtag. Um, <laughs> Don't search for it too much, especially on Instagram. But the, I mean, uh, you know, I get frustrated with Twitter. I get frustrated that um, the Twitter API, which still exists, third-party apps still work fine. I've been using Tweetbot since. To an extent, yeah. They still, they still, yeah, provide the basic service, don't they? they they can't stream. They don't have push notifications. No, no, neither, neither of those features bother me. But, um, but what does bother me is a lot of the features of the platform are missing from those apps. So you can't do polls, for instance, which is, you know, I often see people go, oh, here's a poll. And I'm like, well, I'm, I just can't participate. And I, I'm, I'd like to be participatory. So you know, I find that a bit frustrating. I, I only really want a chronological timeline. I find it annoying on Twitter that... Um, I'm I'm a sort of partial Twitter completionist, so I find it annoying that it doesn't sync your position between uh, different like apps. If, if I go on the website, then I go to the mobile app, it doesn't sync my position. But that's not how Twitter see their product, for better or worse, and right or wrong. No, although that feature worked in Tweetbot across all platforms it does. using iCloud synchronization, which is another massive win for me. I was like, this is what people actually want. <laughs> Do Twitter see it that way, though? I don't know. Well, they clearly don't. Clearly, they didn't. No, not enough to justify doing it either. Because they might, they might see it as an opportunity, but when they do the actual user research, they go, "Only techies care about this. Let's forget it." You know, we know that this sort of thing yeah, works. Most people just dip in and read what's there, and then come back twenty yeah. minutes later. Quite happy even getting email updates about stuff as well. That's not how I like to consume Twitter. What about Facebook? What's what's where where are you with Facebook? Because I I, I uh, I've taken some action about Facebook. What have you done? I've uh, I've closed my Facebook account, deleted it, gone. Good move, bold. Done, dead, finished. I no longer exist. Amazing. How's that feel? Oh, it feels like an existential hole. Um, it's it, it's it's wonderful. Um, it. It's, neither of those statements I just said are really true. Somewhere in the middle. Um, <laughs> it's. I don't know if it really feels anything. I don't. I, I certainly. I haven't missed it. Um, I kind of stopped looking at it. So what made you do it in the first place? Well, there are a couple of things. First of all, I haven't seen an up, anything posted to Facebook that I felt was valuable to me in three, maybe four years. Um, 
I don't use Messenger. I just don't even look at it. Okay. Um, I don't like Facebook as a company. I don't like what they're doing. And then it was the sort of mini scandal that came out very recently this week, last week, this week, uh, about... Is that the 50 million users? No. No, 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 no. Sorry. That's another so one. I'm a scandal behind. Um, no, it was the one where if you use um, SMS as a second factor for authentication, which is a really yep. bad idea anyway, anyone who's listening, don't use SMS. Um, and you gave Facebook your phone number to use for authentication, and then they allowed advertisers to target you based on your phone number. To be clear, I don't mm -hmm. think they were giving your phone number to advertisers, but they were using it for targeting purposes, which is utterly wrong. And was just like, you know what, this is a really nasty, nasty, horrible company. Um, that's not relevant in my life anymore. I don't see anything on there that's in any way interesting or useful. I'm out. I'm done. I don't want to be part of this anymore. Mic drop. You're out. Now, I am cheating slightly. Okay. Because I still use Instagram a bit. Although I haven't posted anything to Instagram in a while. I, I don't think I'm an Instagram poster. I think I'm an Instagram lurker. Is there such a thing? Voyeur. Uh, ooh. <laughs> um, ooh. Quite like that. Anyway. Um, I'll say stalker. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe I can live with that. Um, so. Um, so you use Instagram. Yeah, you've thrown me off my view, off my thoughts there. Um, so, yeah, so, so, I use, so I'm using Instagram and I'm using WhatsApp. Now, yeah. I, so you're in their system then. I both love and hate WhatsApp. I used to just hate it. I don't really love it, if I'm honest. It's got a couple of features that I really like. One of them is not that important, and one of them is pretty critical. So the first feature that's not that important, but it's really nice, is that you can reply to individual messages in a thread. Yep, threading. And yep. then the feature that it's got that I find absolutely critical is that the people that I talk to are on WhatsApp. Yeah. And that's another crucial thing with WhatsApp is it's cross-platform. Virtually everyone in the world is using it. Well, so everyone in Europe. Europe. Okay, and I'd say in most of the states. Mm, I don't think the, I don't know how high the usage is in the states, but America's very iMessage yeah, centric. Our captive audience, the majority are using. It. I was literally just messaging my mother-in-law because that's her go-to messaging app. She's on an Android device. She's an older generation, obviously. Um, everyone's using it, so it is the perfect tool for doing that. Especially when you want to do a group chat as well. So, at the moment, my wife's in New York. She's, she can text me, my son, and her mum all in one chat group in WhatsApp using data rather than 30p texts and all that sort of jazz as well now. So it, it definitely has got mass market there. But so is Messenger, I think. That's the problem. That's why I can't let go of Facebook yet because I've still got far too many people that only use Facebook for group texting, cross-device as well. I, I can't... You've got the wrong friends. Yeah, I should just find you friends. Um, <laughs> I haven't really got many. It won't take long. <laughs> um, the other thing I've got with Facebook, though, as well, as the actual the, the monolith of Facebook, it's very good for brands, as we know, very strong for that. I've got a lot of side projects that use that, and I can't really let go of them yet. Mm. But I, that's the only real reason I keep it now. I, personally, I can't stand it. I don't ever look on Facebook to see what people are doing. Because it is just crap. Like you saying, you've not seen anything useful in the last three years. I'd probably say the same. But I do find it very useful for the side projects where I need to get into the pages stuff just to get some you know, visibility. We use it for Verbal Diary. 
you know. Do we? Um, yeah. We've got a page, and I'll syndicate there for those that actually do want to find us there. Yeah, I can't actually um, Well, you can't now, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer an admin of the group either. Quite right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, sorry, go on, you f- finish your thought. No, I, I was just saying that, that that's the situation I'm in now. I, I've still got my Facebook. I do use Instagram. I, I like the novelty of Instagram as well. WhatsApp, mass market. Of course, I'm going to keep using it for now. Um but what's the alternative? That's the other thing. Well, for messaging, there's there's loads of alternatives. Shit loads. But which ones are actually mass market that you can use? Well, it depends what you mean by mass market. And, of course, part of the inertia around messaging is you can only switch to a messaging platform once everyone's on it. So mm. it's kind of hard to, to get there. But, you know, I think WhatsApp is probably, I would have thought, the biggest instant messenger app in the world. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, iMessage has got something like 400 million users. You've got Line. Isn't that high now for iMessage? Maybe even more. That's pretty Maybe even more. You've got Line. You've got WeChat. You've got uh, various others. The Signal. So WeChat's huge in the Asian market, isn't it? I never heard. What's the other one? Line. Line. Yeah. Um, Is it Signal, the secure one? That's pretty big. Telegram. Is that Telegram, maybe? I think Telegram was the secure one, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just I'm just googling for something. Most popular messaging apps 2018. Here we go. Um, so WhatsApp apparently has. Oh, this is scary, man. Um, okay, this doesn't have iMessage on it at all. But I, I, this is a mistake. This chart for that. According to this chart, which is on Statista.com, so I've just random link reckons that there's one and a half billion WhatsApp users, 1.3 billion Facebook Messenger users. But I don't know Whoa. what I don't know what a user means. Um, and this is monthly active users, yeah, they say. Registered and actually using. Let's say monthly active users, so maybe monthly active users. WeChat has about a billion. QQ Mobile, which I've never heard of, eight hundred and six million. Skype, three hundred million. Viber, Snapchat, Line, and Telegram. Uh, all above two hundred million users. So the you know is is two hundred million users mass market. Not mass, but it's enough, surely. It's t- so you're saying a platform with 200 million users is not mass market? Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's massive. How the, how the world has changed. Um, <laughs> well, you compare it to the likes of Facebook and WhatsApp, which is one and a half billion. It's not the mass, is it? No. No. It's, 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 well, they're all, mass, they're all mass market. And the other thing to bear in mind is where are those market's really strong as well. So right. like, as you say, we are quite hot for WhatsApp in Europe. Um, and we know WeChat's huge in Asia, for example. But Let's have a look. I found another, another website, which I don't have any confidence in either, called SimilarWeb.com. Amazing. Which says, WhatsApp is the number one messaging app. This is from February, apparently. Uh, number one messaging app in 104 countries. How many countries are in the world? More. Um, 250 or so, 240. Viber, Line, uh, let's have a look. So most popular messaging app in each country. So you've got Facebook Messenger apparently in North America uh, and a few spots in Europe. What is as the number one messaging app according to this website? WhatsApp Messenger in Europe, Africa and South America. Um, And then WeChat in China. Telegram in, I can't tell you what that country is because my 
nor the, is that Saudi Arabia? Are you looking at a map? I'm looking at a map, but it's got no markings okay. of which. Oh, hold on. Iran. Telegram is the number Ooh. one in Iran. Uh, Interesting. E the, apparently, Viber is number one in Ethiopia. Um, in Mongolia, it's Facebook Messenger. Oh, that's quite good. Um, give me a country. Give me a country. What? Which country? Uh, Japan. Japan. Line. Okay. Australia. Facebook Messenger. UK. WhatsApp. Didn't even see that. That does not surprise me. Didn't even need to look that one up, mate. Um, no. Any surprise? Let me just. I'm just mousing around. Any Bosnia and Herzegovina. Is that? Is that a, is that a, Viber Messenger, apparently. Okay. But this is like, again, I'm clicking random. About Israel. Links. Israel. Mm -hmm. Israel shouting. That's <laughs> <laughs> from experience. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, have they got Israel on here? Oh, this web page is broken. One sec. I'm having to reload. Bear with me, everyone. Great um, website. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, no, I'm just looking at the wrong bit of the website, apparently. Does it have Israel? Lebanon? What, uh, Facebook is WhatsApp. Syria, Facebook Messenger. The Palestinian Territories, Facebook Messenger. Whoa, okay. Uh, Israel, WhatsApp. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Egypt, Facebook Messenger. This is like a tour of the Middle East in, <laughs> in messaging apps. Um, <laughs> Not really what I was expecting to cover tonight, but um, no, Uzbekistan, Imo free video calls and chat. Imo? Yeah, never heard of it. Nope. Uh, Thailand, Line. Um, never heard of Line. It's obviously big oh, over in Europe big, and big, Asia. Big, big, big. big. Uh, yeah. So, so that, that, that gives you an idea of some... Gives you an idea of some random data from a random website linked to by Google. I have no idea mm -hmm. how... Um, valid though how good that data is. Uh, here we go, one more. Let's have a look at one more. Go on. Let's just see if, if, if enough of them agree with each other. It's it's you know. Uh, okay, that that to, to find out from this website it will cost twenty four dollars. Um, we'll go back anyway. Um, the point being that I can't remember what the point was now. Messaging. Messaging. What options are there? What options are yeah. there? Yeah. So could I kill Facebook? Just because I only need it for chat. I couldn't. You've managed to get away with it pretty well. Yeah, well, I haven't looked at Facebook Messenger for like a year. Well, you're clearly not using it then. That's great. Unfortunately, I think my most recent chat was sort of two days ago. Mm, it's a shame. I know. Okay. So anyway, so messaging is one thing. Well, but social media as a whole, like the idea of microposts, I've considered, I've got a couple of ideas that I've got going around my mind of how to revive RSS, for example, because I, I don't think I had a problem. It's just the fact that people, in, especially in the tech community, just don't have the right tools to consume it. Is it social, RSS? Um, it's not. Uh, define social. Is, is, is it, it interactive? Is it a social platform? It, not, not interactive, really, no. But it could be. This is what I was trying to get at. So you consume content with RSS, and that's what most of us do by default when we're looking at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're scanning, we're browsing, we're just looking at stuff. The way you want to like or comment or share or whatever, that's when it becomes a, a more social tool, I think. Um, 
And that's why I've been starting to work out, is there a way we can tap into our own blogs, for example, to start making that a social thing? Um, if you haven't got a blog, then obviously it's a lot massive um, blocker for you, but there are plenty of tools out there to make that easier for you as well. Um, I think, and, th and there are other options apart away from Twitter, for example, as well. Mastodon. I know we've talked about this in the past. Um, I know, you're sniggering. <laughs> I am sniggering. See, I like the idea of Mastodon. I know it's not going to take off. I know it's another proof of concept, but I... Sell Mastodon to me. I like the fact the direction he's taking with this. It's uh, Eugene, I think his name is Eugene Gagron or something. Um, it, this is not a new project. This has been around sort of three years or so already. And it's just in the recent wave after Twitter being such a dick that a lot of the tech has gone, right, I'm going to have another look at Mastodon. I wanna, this is making the right noises. It's got the right ideas that we're decentralizing that content so no one owns what we do. I can have my own Twitter, social media, Mastodon or instance, whatever you want to call it. Um, so only I post to it and anyone can subscribe to that and interact with it using open standards that are defined by W3C. Great. Um, you can create your own little communities out of that as well. So you could, I've, I've, I've playing around with a football one, for example, that's purely for um, the English Football League. Um, it's not gone anywhere yet because we're still just trying to work out how it might work. But it's another opportunity where we can go, well, actually, for football fans, just that just want to find other football fans, go for your guns, just chat away. F we can do some sort of discovery things with hashtags. We can do some guidelines around how you can communicate with each other. We can over... There can be set guidelines about how you talk to each other as well. I don't, I don't think it's mass market yet. And I don't think it ever will be either. But I like that they're, they're pushing the boundaries of what social media should be doing and could be doing. There are so many third-party apps out there again now already. And they're being really good about, you know, really rapid consumer-driven development. You know, they're not doing what they want to do. They're just seeing what people want, to want them to do, you know. Have you looked at Mastodon yet? No. And I won't. Why won't you? Because I'm not going to invest the time into something that's going nowhere. Um, there's a couple of major th problems with this idea okay. that I can see. And, and so just, just, you know, bear with me. So first of all, where's the money? Always follow the money. Um, As in, where's the, yeah, the, who's the, paying the, for the future of the app? Who's paying for Mastodon? So at the moment, it's, it's crowdfunded. Right. Um, They've got a Patreon app. Um, a Patreon page. He's bringing in five grand a month now through Patreon. Five grand a month. Yeah, that's paying for his wages, the servers to host it, and his time. Well, he's he's not earning very much, is he? Um, so not really, but it's enough for him to live. Yeah, he's happy with it. So to to become a large platform, he's going to eventually end up with a few hundred and eventually a few thousand members of staff. He's going to have to take a huge amount of investment. Maybe go public. Maybe have to run the platform. Maybe start to deal with the fact that. You know, if everyone left Twitter and started using Mastodon, very few people are going to actually host their own instance. So you're going to have a number of a small number of very large instances and a long tail of other things. I would have thought, and those large instances is where you're going to get all of the trolls and everyone flocking to it. I think it's a pattern to be repeated. This is essentially where I'm going. Um, okay. I, I don't know Mastodon at all. I haven't used it. I'll be honest, but I don't actually see anything in. From what I've read about it, from what I've heard about it, there's nothing in there that uh, suggests it has the chance, it has the potential to b 
become a breakthrough product. And there's nothing in there that suggests that if it did become a breakthrough product, it wouldn't just go the same way as Twitter, Facebook, etc. And you can say, yeah, it'll be different because there's different people. Yeah, it will be different because there's different people running it. Everyone's got a price, though. I know what you're saying. No, but it's not, it's not just about the price. It's about the policies. So mm. eventually you have to deal with the fact that on your platform, people are going to get death threats, rape threats, and all the rest of it. How you deal with that will become a defining part of what your platform is. So once you achieve scale, you then have to deal with all the negative stuff. And the fact, a lot, a lot of people rally around, uh, ra you know, a lot of people are very upset that Twitter hasn't dealt with abuse and harassment on its platform. So maybe it should deal with abuse and harassment, but then is it sort of, you know, butting up against freedom of speech problems, which I don't think it is because it's a private company. Um, is it, you know, if, if people, if they don't deal with their abuse problems, are people going to leave the platform and then it shrinks and dies? And, you know, you, you've got a lot of these sorts of things going on. Facebook are so desperate to make money that they'll, they'll sell you out every step of the way. Well, what happens when Mastodon costs, you know, millions and millions of pounds a day to run, like something like Facebook, um, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, and you've got to make, bring all that money in where are you going to get it from? Well, I, is, is every user going to pay you know, $10, $15, $20 a month? I don't know. Um, I personally would love a social platform where you pay and where you can have really, because of that, you can have really strict rules because the incentives will be aligned to my interests. So you know, if, if, if Facebook was a platform where you paid instead of being advertising-driven, there'd be no incentive for Facebook to sell you out. Drew? Or, or at least less incentive, less incentive. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I don't see Mastodon as going anywhere because I don't see it as being different. I see it as, as the, the problem is not the platform. The problem is not the technology. The problem is social media. The problems that I care about are twofold. It, number one, it's about the corporate but free, so freemium, but big companies with you know, stock market listings, etc. And number two, it's about the users. The users are part of the problem. No, I agree. And when you, you get you get a critical mass of users who are dicks and your platform is fucked. Yeah. And to uh, it's a cultural problem, I think, is what you're getting at. It's not really the, the tools. Yeah. Um yeah. it is it comes down to society not knowing how to use these tools. And people do this with technology all the time, blame tech for bullying, cyberbullying and um yeah, all those things you just talked about. Absolutely. That that stuff has always been a problem. It's just another channel for them to use it. And we're not going to solve these problems just by ch creating a new solution that's, that's virtually identical. Um, I get what you're saying there. Mastodon doesn't interest me as well because I, I use Twitter to consume the thoughts of those I choose to follow, and none of them are on Mastodon. If they all moved over... Well, that's, that's why I've got a new interest in it because a lot of the original people I, I followed back in the day of Twitter... I recently moved over to Mastodon. Um, so obviously I was like, oh, great, I can connect with those guys again and that guy and actually see what they're saying about their their career rather than political stand and satire and all the crap that I'm really not interested in. Um, I mean, uh, you could say just go on and follow all the twats on Twitter then and actually go back to what you enjoyed on there, but I don't think that solves a problem. And I, I'd, I'd like to think I've got some ethical <laughs> sort of compass to steer myself away from that shit as well. Would you pay to use Twitter if, if, if it helped to deal with all the bad shit, but you still wouldn't get third-party apps? Um, possibly. I, talk, I thought about this a long time ago as well. You know, if 
Twitter charged and looked after their customers rather than their stakeholders, I probably would because they use it so much. Um, more recently, actually, another social network, YouTube, um, I've tried the premium upgrade. Well, we, well, we can talk about that, yeah. Um, purely to get rid of the adverts, really, <laughs> especially when my family used YouTube day-to-day -day all the time. Um, I've not renewed it, though. I don't think I was using it enough to make it worth, the, what is it, 10 quid a month or something? It is in the 12, UK. I think it is. Yeah. I've just signed up myself. <laughs> so I, I used a three-month trial to the end, and what I did like about YouTube Premium, actually, was um, you can turn your... You can stop playing something and turn the screen off and it will continue playing. So it's like background audio worked. So it was, it was great for that, especially when you listen to music or audiobooks or something. That might actually be a deal breaker for me because Audible is probably about the same price on a subscription or Spotify. And you might as well just use YouTube where everything is at. But are, are, they, are there um, audiobooks on YouTube? Oh, yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of illegal material on there, actually. So it's not really official but you can virtually find most things that you want to read mm. or listen to is on there interesting um but we, we get a lot of stuff like red dwarf for example you can search for the red dwarf audiobooks and you can get them easily interesting uh, i i also bought the youtube premium thing mm -hmm. uh last week because i i needed to watch a video offline and i thought oh, okay i'll take the trial and see how it works and the downloading was fine it's okay but i don't the way i tend to consume youtube it's really annoying because I tend to watch it on my iPad or whatever, and when I'm done watching it, I may not finish the video. I just press the home button and bang, it's gone. Right. Whereas now it just keeps playing in the background, which I actually find really annoying. But more importantly, one of the things they haven't implemented is picture in picture. Oh, oh it yeah. drives me insane. I'm paying for you now. Give me picture in picture. Why can't they can do background audio, but they can't do picture in picture. Well, they choose not to do picture in picture. Give me picture yeah. in picture. Do you reckon they do it? No. Again, they're, they're doing what they want to do rather than what the customers want. Yeah, it's taken them this long to do a bloody premium package in the UK. It's been in, they've, they've had that red URL for two, three years, I think, maybe even more than that. Finally, they've released it and it's not quite what, they want, what we want. Yeah. Oh, it's not, it's not what I want. I don't know what about other people, but the, the ads are not obtrusive enough to, for me, to, for me to, um, to stick with this. It's not adding enough value for me. I think the offline viewing is good for me, especially with the travelling to, to and from work. The, the internet on the train is absolutely shocking. You cut the 4G signal or 3G is crap. So that's why I will go on to my iPhone or iPad and just download a load of stuff for the train journey. But you can't do that on your laptop. That's the other thing that's frustrating. But yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just not watching. Maybe I'm just a different kind of YouTube consumer. I'd, I'm just watching five-minute shitty videos about cars or like stupid clips from old films and uh, so some of the educational channels are really good really enjoy it. i mean uh, don't get me wrong I'm, I'm, I'm not belittling this stuff i think i love it like, i watch it every day i watch youtube every single day and i love mm -hmm. youtube and i think it's one of the great great the truly great internet platforms but but the premium service doesn't doesn't stick for me right one sec mate i'm gonna let this dog out so for those of you listening simon has taken his headset off to let his dog out this is a really good opportunity for me to say that Simon, Simon is a bit of... Oh, sorry, sorry are you back? Um, I'm back now. Yeah, sorry, I was just talking to our listeners. Um, Hello, listeners, I'm back. So talk, talk, talk to me about Instagram. Tell me more about Instagram. What do you want to know about Instagram? 
Oh, well, it's another social platform. I know you're, a, you know, not a heavy user necessarily, but bigger than me. Tell me about Instagram. Again, back in the early days, I think it tapped into a market. People were very visual. I like the idea of the filters and all those sort of things, making photos looking a bit retro, having a bit of fun with it. Hashtags were obviously a big thing back then as well. Um, I started to fall out of love with Instagram, though. Again, when Facebook started playing around with it a bit too much, turned it into a business. You're thinking, oh, is this not what Instagram's meant to be? It's meant to be for people to connect, not businesses. Um, but obviously, that's how they've made their money. Um, I went off it for a while, probably last year. Probably maybe, yeah, I, I was. I deleted the app. I just didn't use it at all. Um, and then only in the last sort of, sort of, I reckon, six months or so, I got back into it again, just out of interest, reconnect with some old friends, see what's going on with the actual app and the talk, you know, the, the, the framework underneath it. I've, again, I've had a um, family member who's, who's doing some work and he's got a project. I thought, well, actually, this is an ideal um, Instagram opportunity to just to try and engage. He's doing like a, a, a children's book. So he's got loads of illustrations. I was like, you should probably get stuff on Instagram. It's where the market are, really. So let's start doing that for you. And I've been helping him out with that. So, yeah, I don't I don't really have a massive problem with Instagram. It's just another Facebook thing that's watching what I do. And that's what annoys me. And then what are they doing with all that information of my Instagram pictures as well? Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I, Instagram's never really stuck for me. But I, I'm, I'm, I've still got it on my phone this time. And I'm, I'm still looking at it. Do you take many photos? I take shitloads of photos, but I don't tend to put them on Instagram. Do you like to share your photos? <sighs> Sometimes. Yeah. And is it more for like family and friends or is it like just being... Because I, li I like the idea of just storing stuff for the future. I like, I like the flashback sort of mechanism of posting this stuff, seeing what I did five years ago, ten years ago, or however long ago, like even last year or a couple of months back. It's my it's my personal record. That's what I like about these sort of tools. It's not really for sharing as much. But I've got all of this stuff in my Photos app. Okay, yeah, in the iOS Photos app. Yeah, or if you use Google Photos, you get the same stuff. But mm. you can see what, what 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 it's all about. You can see your history. You can see what you do it. You, what you did. What photos you took, and that all just syncs automatically. I don't have to think about it. Mm. I think, I, I, as you know, I like to share too much anyway. So probably. <laughs> I just got into that habit now, I think, of putting too much shit out there and having a, just having a bit of a laugh with it, really, as well. You know, I, I always do three hashtags on my Instagram posts just by definition because I know that's the perfect um, count for engagement. But I always make hashtags up to make it feel sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do see me on Instagram and wonder what the fuck that hashtag's about, just go, it's the third one. Okay. <laughs> um... I'm just going, I'm wondering what I put on recently, just as, as a stupid example. I, I went through a phase of just doing round things for a while as well. So it was like plates or lots of food, obviously. Brilliant. Recently, I had my daughter's birthday video of her smashing a, a pinata. And it was hashtag smack a unicorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so see how these platforms are fun, potentially. Yeah. But not everything sticks for me. I'm, I'm not, I, I, yeah. I don't know, I, I'm not a big social media kind of guy. 
I'm a, I'm a sort of bit, a little bit of social media, but not not a huge amount. Mm. We obviously do Twitter. Yeah, okay. I see you on there. You close your Facebook. You don't use Instagram much. What else is there? Well, I don't, I don't use Snapchat. I don't. I, I mean, that's all. That's all I use really. Is because we're not twenty-year-old kid girls. You want to do fucking photo video filters of cats or something? I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't put any punches, mate. Um, okay. Do you want me to let it go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seriously, what is what is the point in Snapchat? I, I yeah. have no idea. You're, you're well Ken, outside. We're not target audience. I know. You're well outside my comfort zone here, mate. Um, I've got. I mean, I've got like a beer sharing app, Untapped, that I use quite a lot as well. So I record all my beers I drink. And it's probably I think about two hundred unique beers now. But is that, like is that a social thing? Do you share that with yeah, us? It, yeah, it's, it's shared with a very small group, but, you know, fellow beer drinkers. And we toast each other's beers. It's, 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 it's a silly little game. It's not, there's no value to me apart from just going, oh, I've already tried that beer. I'll go and go that again, actually. What, what was that that Porter one I liked a few weeks back? Mm. So, yeah, it's just another social app. What other apps have I got? Oh, fitness apps as well. Those, those are good for social. I haven't seen that. I haven't had many notifications that you're filling your rings recently. Well, since I did my upgrade last week, it my watch fucked up. Oh no! Yeah, it wouldn't. Basically, iOS 12 wouldn't let me install WatchOS 5 on my Generation One watch. That's because it's not supported on that watch. <sighs> so that, I thought that, and in the end, it eventually said, "Look, do you want to do a factory reset?" I was like. You know, I don't really want to, but let's if it makes it work again, fine. Um, and it took me about two or three attempts to get it to work again. So it was only Sunday when I managed to fill my rings again. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, social media. <laughs> it is a, it, it, that is another version. Ring filling. Um, exactly. <laughs> have, we, have we done social media? I think we've covered a lot, haven't we? I think we. I think we've verbal diarised some social media stuff. There's a big mess of social media shit that we need to wrap up now. What else? So, what what, what other stuff uh, did you want to talk about tonight? I mean, bear in mind we've been going for nearly an hour now. I think we're done. I think that's a good time to call it tonight. Are we done? We're done. Do you want to do the socials? Oh, how ironic! <laughs> yeah. So, if you want to follow us on social media, don't bother. I mean. <laughs> Now, we're on the Twitter, obviously. We've got Verbal Diary Show on there. We're on Facebook, as James just found out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're the two main channels. I'm not doing Mastodon yet. Um, we oh, are available on Can we host our own Mastodon? Come on, let's have a Verbal Diary Mastodon. We so should. We'll get all our listeners Sounds so there. wrong. <laughs> What's it called when you, when you post to Mastodon? It's not called tweeting. It's called... Oh, it's a toot. Tooting, that's it. Tooting. Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. reason I love it. They just toot. <laughs> God. <laughs> There's so much wordplay with an elephant, though. Anyway, so carry on with the social. So we've got Verbal Diary Show on Twitter. Verbal Diary Show on Twitter. Verbal Diary Show on Facebook. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast. So many podcast apps now. You can find us, whichever one you use nowadays. You can get hold of James at Nortals on Twitter or me at Sai. And tell us what you think about social media, if you want to go on the social media to do that. We're so meta. I know. Isn't it good? It's fucking awful. Have we got any uh, dad jokes to wrap it up? I took a photo of a mouse today. He didn't say cheese, but I could tell he was thinking it. Oh, very good. Oh. <laughs>
My grandfather lost his tongue in the war. He didn't talk about it. <laughs>